T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. All right, show. Nikki Haley officially running for president. It's hard to run in stilettos, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um. And look, Rush warned us about her a long time ago, how she was one of the elites, how she had contempt for us. It's a great monologue, uh, and I'm going to be playing it throughout the primary. But if you want to hear the real Nikki Haley... The kind of Nikki, the Nikki Haley who found the idea of a wall scary, who found the idea of Donald Trump scary, who mocked the people of this state and Trump supporters in her State of the Union address rebuttal. Normally that's used by Republicans like you just saw Sarah Huckabee Sanders, an actual Republican rather than a globalist, um, use her response to go after the other side. That's the whole point of the response. Nikki Haley, you remember, used it to double down and talk about how her party was part of the problem because at the time she gave it, Donald Trump was surging in the Republican uh, primary. He was still fairly new, but he was surging. She was very afraid of him. Afraid of the kind of people who would support Donald Trump. She thought they were a problem. And she was really clear about that. That's the real Nikki Haley. She has contempt for you. She has contempt for me. She has contempt for anyone who supported Trump. They don't run in her circles. Here, I'll let Nikki explain. This is from back at the time, and she was a media darling for quite a while after she gave the rebuttal. You know, and, and it was a terrible speech by Obama. He blamed us for racism, division in the country, said it was all Republicans' fault. And she went and backed him up and said uh, that, that, that the GOP was to blame because of this these, the, you know, the, the strain of these horrible people who supported Trump. Here's just one example of one of the interviews she gave the morning after the State of the Union speech, where she doubled down on Obama's hatred of rank-and-file, regular people, GOP members. This is what she really thought of you, of Trump, and Trump's philosophy right here. Trump running, she explained, was scary. At the time, she's on the liberal media networks because they loved her State of the Union response. They thought she was the smartest person ever. She hates her own party. She must be smart. 
Here, I'll play it. Let me cue this up. Okay, here we go. What will a win for Donald Trump in the, in the nomination fight mean for your party? Well, it's, it's scary. I mean, this is where we think these next few states matter because it will start to ask him the questions and get the answers. You know, he's, there are two presidential candidates right now undergoing legal It's scary. Being the hypocrite she is, she later became part of his administration and then went to work undermining him and criticizing him on national television. That is how she treated him and that is how she will treat you. That's Nikki Haley. And in case it wasn't clear who the angry racist voices were, she said they were people in her state. I think we're seeing it across the country. But yes, Mr. Trump has definitely contributed to what I think is just irresponsible talk. Some people. And I'm sorry that was mislabeled, but she said the angriest voices were people in her state. I I, the wrong audio there, but um. Uh, by the way, it is hilarious to me she's running on border security because when she was trashing Trump, and again, a lot of these audio clips are wrong. My entire computer system was crashed out this morning when I came in, so I am missing 90% of it and still can't get it, but um, we're working on it. Um, but, you know, she was clear, if, if you want to come here, you should be able to come here. She criticized him for wanting to build a wall. She hated that wall. She made that clear in that mound of, round of media interviews. If you think this woman is going to secure the border, you got another thing coming. She is nothing like what she wants you to believe she is right now. Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go off on that. No, I knew that you would, and that's a timely thing because, I mean, this, you know, this was sort of breaking today, and it was, um, they've been widely talking about there was going to be an announcement at 11 a.m. tomorrow morning. She's got a, a, a you know, a event scheduled at the uh, Charleston Visitor Center, and uh, we've been reporting on that for some time. So I have no idea if that's going to be impacted that, if they're still going to do that or not. In fact, I was getting in- invitations in my personal email from uh, my previous contacts with the Republican Party about uh, uh, that event. And uh, so I'm just wondering if they're still going to do that because, um, you know, this big e- uh, I believe it was released on Twitter at first, but there was some type of video that we've been getting the audio from from uh, Fox News from our sources uh, regarding that. So, uh, but no, I, I knew you were going to be going on on that, and you know, I, I still remember the um, the issue that uh, many of us had with Governor Haley, uh, you know, about the gasoline tax, talking about how she was fighting it, and then once she got reelected, she didn't fight it. Oh, that's that's vintage Nikki. I mean, that's yeah. she is whatever she thinks at the moment will get her elected but I'll tell you what she's consistently not and she's consistently not for you not for little people not for look if you were one of the one to two percent depending on the poll of South Carolinians who supported Jeb Bush she's a perfect candidate for you her funding comes from that Bush fundraising cabal she is the next generation of Bushites she comes out of that Romney Bush uh, again fundraising base when she was um, you know governor she endorsed Um, Mitt Romney over Newt Gingrich. This is who Nikki Haley is. She is not one of us. She is one of them. She's one of the GOP elites, the exact cut from the same cloth as Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell. That's who you're electing. The second she's in office, she will turn around and put that knife right in your back if you're a regular person. Now, if you would like to spend your hard-earned living, um, you know, your money, your tax money, going to war in Iraq, uh, I'm sorry, going to war in Ukraine, 
or on the next big war or the next big thing um, or doing things like that, then she is definitely your candidate. She will get that done for you. Um, But if you prefer Main Street over Wall Street, if you would like to see the border closed, she is not your candidate. This was rushed the next morning after everybody was reeling from Nikki Haley. Um, You know, everybody, a lot of anticipation. She was going to give the rebuttal to the State of the Union. She was a rising star in the GOP. Um, Everybody very excited about it. And then just the shock, I'll never forget the shock of the absolute betrayal of her trashing her party and agreeing with Barack Obama and saying it was, you know, that these terrible people, um, you know, went after Trump. She would go on to compare Trump people to the ones who want to keep the Confederate flag up in her state who were, of course, racist. Um, it was just, it was absolutely awful. Everybody was reeling from it. She figures, and she bet wrong. She she bet on the Bush side. She thought Trump would go down. She made a mistake. Um, and, but that's who she really is. This is Rush warning us about Nikki Haley the morning after that horrible rebuttal where she went after the Republican Party, blamed them for the division in the country. Uh, she goes after the loud voices, the angry voices, and that could be anybody. And she admits today that she was talking about Trump to a lesser extent Cruz. She also means talk radio. She also means the conservative base and don't believe anything other than that. But here's the thing, folks. This is, to me, one of the greatest bits of evidence that the Republican Party is not just anti-conservative, but it is very much pro-elite. It is a club that they don't want a whole lot of people joining. That's the real Nikki Haley, and he saw right through her. And now she wants to pretend none of that happened, and she's here for you. Well, I got a very long clips file on who Nikki Haley actually is. For, to me, Lee, the, the quintessential thing she did, I will never forget this as long as I live. Um, if there is one thing, one norm you never violate, if your fundraising base is the Bush-Romney base, you let every last immigrant in, every one of them. It doesn't matter if they're unvetted from Syria and might be Muslim terrorists. It doesn't matter. You let them all in. And she made a big deal. Remember of writing that letter to John Kerry, who was then Secretary of State, um, saying that she did not want, would you do not send these immigrants, the the ones from Syria who Obama was letting in, and he wasn't betting, and he was, remember, he was letting in Sunnis, not the people right. being persecuted. That was the Shia and the Christians. Right. They weren't allowed to come. Yeah. Only the Sunnis, those were the ones selling Christian women uh, in markets as sex slaves. Only the Sunnis were allowed to come. So she makes a big show of writing Kerry, John Kerry, this letter, don't send them to South Carolina. They're unvetted. We don't want. Um, people like that here, they shouldn't be let into the country. And then she turns around and quietly signs a 100-page document. I still have a copy of it. Um, agreeing to use state services to resettle the same people here. The State Department needed that document in order um, to tap into state groups and state resources so that they could relocate those people here. So that's why I've always called her the girl who says no when she means yes. Because that's who she is. She's an absolute tease. She means nothing she says. You can't trust her. Literally, I mean, John Kerry must have been laughing, or his staff was. On the one hand, they get a letter from her, don't send these people to South Carolina. The letter she releases to the public because she wants everyone to see it and thinks she's great. And then on the other hand, she's signing the documents to use state and federal funding to bring them here. Thinking you won't figure it out. 
we don't have time for Nikki Haley as president. We, we don't we don't have time for that. There's this we don't we don't have time. And folks, she's going to go along with all of it. She's going to go along with censorship. She's going to go along with the FBI. She's going to go along with the foreign wars. She is the beating heart of the Bush fundraising machine. And for her to suggest anything else after all of this, <laughs> laughable. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good morning. Going to jump on over to the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. Text writes, Nikki Haley speaks with a serpent's tongue. Text writes, Rush Limbaugh, also known as America's Truth Detector, the doctor of democracy, the most dangerous man in America, the all-knowing, all-sensing, all-everything Maharishi, defender of motherhood, protector of fatherhood, and an all-around good guy. Yeah. And a guy who warned us about Nikki Haley. He had her number from the beginning. Text writes, Nikki Haley equals Jeb Bush in drag. Uh, another text to write. Uh, Tara, sorry to go off topic, but I think the UFO shootdown BS is the start of the government going for the fake alien invasion line. These people will try anything to take total power. So says Tracy from Gaffney. Yep, here's the thing. Uh, you, you know, it's getting on my nerves about this UFO thing. 
Watch it and you'll see it. Our Pentagon is the best in the world at PSYOPs, psychological operations. They admit this. They've done multiple interviews about it. We do PSYOPs all the time in other countries. We want a political outcome, want to get a certain government elected. We did them very openly in Iraq and Afghanistan. Not a secret. Because right? we wanted certain outcomes. Arab Spring was a big PSYOP. We were trying to get the people to um, you know, overthrow their leaders because their leaders didn't want to buy and sell energy in dollars anymore, and that would have hurt the dollar's value. We don't put up with that, so we overthrow governments. That's what we do. So understand that when you're talking about the Pentagon, everything with these people is a PSYOP. They're always on war footing. They're not going to go do a press conference just, you know, sort of trying to tell you the truth and sort of inform you. That's not going to happen. What is driving me stark raving mad this morning? And I've been on this for two days now with these sightings of these objects and they're shooting them down. Now they're running around. The White House is saying, no, 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 don't worry about aliens. It'll be okay. We don't know what these objects are, though. It's weird. Oh, but don't worry about aliens, though. It'll be okay. And the Pentagon and John Kirby uh, is coming out and saying, oh, what? no, don't, no, no aliens. It's, uh, yeah. This is how they do it. But they send the NORAD guy out there to go, oh, I can't write off aliens. Look what they told you. I just want you to really study what's going on right now. This is the perfect time to study psyops. You can start to recognize them in the future. If your Pentagon is talking, they are almost always lying or trying to manipulate you. They don't know any other way to be. And they're really bad about it. Right now, they want you to be talking about and obsessing about, maybe a little scared, of UFOs. So that you won't be talking about and obsessing about other things that would be covered instead right now if you weren't or they weren't covering this. So when Glenn Van Hurt goes out there, he is the uh, Air Force General who commands NORAD. And he's like, well, I can't write off aliens. And our Defense Department's like, Wow, our pilots had their instruments interfered with. They don't know why. Pilots couldn't identify. No visible means of propulsion. And and then today they're all like, oh, yeah, uh, it's bad. We don't want these conspiracy theories talking about UFOs. No, no, no. This started with the government. They did it. They led us right down the path. They want you to be talking about UFOs right now. And what I always think at this time is, okay, what don't they want me to be talking about? What's going on? So for them now to go, oh, this is terrible. The conspiracy theorists, they're out there spinning tales about UFOs. We have to calm the public. They started it. There was no need for details like pilots don't know what they are. No vi visible means of propulsion. So strange. We can't find them. We don't know what they are. We don't know if they're benign. Come on. They walked us right up to it. It's just like COVID. It's like everything else. Oh, by the way, this out this morning, speaking of COVID. So, by the way, folks, the, the, the whole UFO thing, they're playing a game with you is what they're doing. They want you focused on UFOs right now. For what reason? I don't know. But they do. And that's why they started it. The, they could have just as easily said, we shot these objects down. For national security reasons, we can't give you any further details. However, details will be forthcoming when we recover them. But they didn't did that. They did the whole, I mean, if 
gonna your Pentagon, your Defense Department practically put on an edition of History.com's Ancient Aliens for you. Pilots don't know what they are. They interfered with the equipment. It's like a mm, UFO. And now they're like, oh, where'd the idea of UFOs come from? Well, from y'all, from you guys. You did it on purpose. It was deliberate messaging. It's constant, never-ending manipulation with these people. They don't let a general like Glenn Van Hurt go out there and just, you know, speak off the top. Just go out there. Uh, just go out there, General. Say whatever you feel to the American people. You'll be okay. We're, we're about telling the truth here. That is said no one at the Pentagon ever. If he's talking aliens, they told him to. They want you obsessed on that so you won't be talking about whatever else is going on right now. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Good morning. Candace Carroll joins us. Uh, she's with Americans for Prosperity to talk about this new bill uh, up at the South Carolina State House. Good morning, Candace. Hey, Tara. How are you? Good. What's up with H 3843? What would that do? Yeah, it's a great bill. So this is a bill that is sponsored by the new House Education Chairwoman, Shannon Erickson, out of the, the Buford Lowcountry area. So what this bill would do is it's called open enrollment. And essentially, it would allow for parents to enroll their child or multiple children in any public school um, that they see fit, that's the best fit for their child, um, regardless of, of their zip code or their income. So, you know, honestly, public school transfers have existed for a long time, um, not just in South Carolina, but across hey, the Hey, can country. I stop you for just a sec? Are you on sure. speaker? Because I'm having a really hard time understanding you. No, I am not. Oh, okay. Um, all right, just go go ahead, continue. I'm, I'm trying okay. to follow along. Yeah, no, so public school transfers have, have existed across the country for, for a really long time. Um, but sometimes those transfers are limited to parents who are well-connected, um, and, and can navigate really the opaque system. So what we are asking for and what the chairwoman in South Carolina has put forth is a bill that would streamline that process and make it easier for all students across South Carolina um, to be able to go to whatever public school is the best fit for them. So what you're saying is that um, parents would be able to 
sort of break out of the bonds of, you know, being zoned by where they live and they'd be able to choose the school their child attended? Correct. Yes, ma'am. And that'd be interesting. How would that work? Because I, I can, here'd be my first question about it. Because um, this, we've always driven our kids across town to the best schools because they have a magnet program here. So we've, we, you know, did a lot of research, figured out what the best schools were and when our kids were in physical school. Um, we applied, got in, uh, and then drove every day because the bus wasn't available if you were magneting into a school. How would how would that work exactly? Would there be buses provided for kids um, so they could go to the school of their choice? Or would their parents have to drive them? Because I can't even imagine what the school bus routes would look like if kids in each neighborhood were go- you know, like had a choice of all the schools. There'd be like 15 schools. I'm just curious how it would work. Yeah, that's a great question and one that will likely be debated today when they're during the House subcommittee. But traditionally, when these bills have passed in other states, what we have seen is that parents become really innovative of how they can get their kids to another school, the school that would be the best fit for them. So maybe it's carpooling with another family in their neighborhood or maybe it's, you know, dropping them off. Maybe the school that they want their kid to go to is closer to where they work, so they have the ability to drive them across town. Um, but that school bus piece has come up before, but there are districts um, already in South Carolina, so Greenville, Pickens, um, Richland, who have this to where kids can go to any school within their school district already. So there are districts that are already working on this. Um, this bill would say, for example, if you're in Pickens County and there's a school that's closer to you, in Greenville County, then you could cross those district lines to go to school, whereas right now it's a very arbitrary process to be able to do that. So it would break down the zip code zoning that we have right now that exists in South Carolina when it comes to our residential schooling assignments. Interesting. So this would break kids out of failing schools. Um, How would it how would what would happen um, if I mean obviously I can tell like I know what school I wanted my kids to go to right away and uh, didn't make it in the magnet the first year and we were able to make it the second year those kids are going to mob those schools where it's perceived that the teachers are good or it's not dangerous um, how would those schools accommodate huge numbers of kids yeah so this bill doesn't say that a school has to take a kid but what it does say is if there's room available so the bill doesn't ask for a school to add an additional space but if there's seats already available and some of that can be done through the forecasting that schools already do especially if you're in a highly populated area that's seeing some of this massive growth Horry county for example those schools are already forecasting that they're going to need x number of seats so essentially this bill creates in some ways a lottery system for kids to be able to attend if if the school has reached back capacity. Um, the students similar to yours, similar to mine, could apply, um, could get into a school that is the best fit for them. Um, and I think, too, it forces those schools then to compete in some ways, to excel academically, to have a good school culture, to keep the students that they want to keep students in place versus having all of their students leave. So I don't think, and we haven't seen across the country, this like mass exodus from one public school to another public school, but it does give parents and children that option to pick a school that might be the best fit for them if their current school um, is not that option. I'm curious. Um, I've been very excited as a parent who has thrown their hands up and walked away from the public schools um, here, at least in school, public school. I think our virtual program is excellent here. Um, what are the the chances, do you think, I mean, you're familiar with what's going on at, at, at our South Carolina State House, of getting the kind of bills that have passed 
in other states, including Arizona, where you um, can take the money that, you know, per child money, $7,000 in Arizona, and use it toward private school, homeschooling, um, that kind of thing. That would truly get kids out of failing public schools. Um, what's the water temperature on that here? Is, is it possible or no? I wish it was, and I, I would say I'm cautiously optimistic, but what we have seen so far, at least the bill that the Senate passed earlier this year in the state house, was very limited in scope of the number of kids who could apply and of income eligibility that would even trigger that kid being eligible to apply. They tried to open it up some um, to be 400% of the um, federal poverty threshold, but it was still capped at just 5,000 students for the first year and then ultimately 15,000 students for year three and every year after. Um, I, that bill has yet to be taken up in the state, on the House side, in the House chamber. I have heard that there may be an opportunity to expand it further, but we are seeing states, as you mentioned, Arizona, Iowa, Utah, uh, Florida is going back and expanding their program even more. So we're seeing these states who are doing these massive opportunities um, for students through education scholarship accounts to be able to expand that. We don't yet have that here in South Carolina. I don't know what that would, you know, hopefully there's an outside in the house, but I, I haven't seen that yet as far as a universal program to allow for students to pick, whether it's a private school, homeschool, charter school. We are in all of the above schooling option and Americans for Prosperity, whatever is the best fit for that kid and, and for that family. Um, so we'll see. I think let's keep an eye on the house and see, you know, if they do expand it even further. And then if so, what the appetite looks like in the Senate to either adopt what the Senate sent back, what the House sent back over, or to um, to go to conference and, and talk through those differences. So in the interim, this open enrollment bill would allow at least for students to move from public school to public school um, while, you know, they're they're debating the, the ESA program. And, and frankly, we would like to see both. We would like to see both, you know, a universal ESA program and an open enrollment program and, and let students and families have that option. Um, so yet to be determined at the state house, but I do think that there's at least an opportunity with this bill coming from Chairwoman Erickson um, to make some changes to, to the public school system, which we know is where most kids actually attend school. Candace, uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning on 106.3 WORD. Ah, oh, yes, this is Inflation Day, CPI Day, the day when the folks at the Biden administration, the federal government, the general, Democrat Party generally celebrate the fact that Americans can't do math. And thus they're able to hose them. Oh, good news. Oh, happy times, they say. Inflation's only 6.4%. It's down. How exciting. Down from what? Well, it's not actually down. It's up. Ba, 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 ba. 6.4 percent it's it's better Tara than uh, last January when it was mm, 7.5 percent no it's worse literally the media will report this today and it will blow my mind all day long inflation down it's down it's down I'm like no it's in addition to last year in order to figure out what the inflation is let me tell you how you do it you go look up okay what was the inflation rate for 
January of 2022. That was 7.5%. Okay. And what is the inflation rate that just came out? It was just announced, 6.4K. To find out what it is, you add those together. What is it? What's our inflation rate? It's 13.9%. Is that up or down? That's up. But they're counting on the fact that they can hose you with the math. Look, it's down. Things are so much cheaper. No, it's up. What does this mean? We have had the absolutely staggering 13 point, I've got it on my uh, calculator. I think it's 13 13.9% rise in prices. Okay. How can we put that in context? Okay. 13.9% rise in prices. That's about as much as prices would increase in just shy of a decade. Except it just happened in two years under Joe Biden. Because Trump left us with about a 1.5% inflationary rate. Historically low, actually. It can go as high as 1.9, still be considered fairly normal. He left us a low rate. So folks, just doing the math here. If, if we're looking at price increases in just two years that are about as much as we'd normally see in 10, a little less than 10, where are we going to be at the end of a decade? That's the question. At the end of the decade. So it's about two decades. So prices, prices go up about the same every two years as they normally would in about a decade. Uh-huh. I would do that five times. 50 years worth of price increases in a decade. Do you understand how poor we'll be? I mean, we're talking about grinding poverty at that point. And they're celebrating these lunatics, including at CNBC. Look, it's down. Oh, boy, Joe, it's down. No, it's up. Prices up 6.4% from last January. Oh, last January, how much were they up from the year before? That's 7.5. That's 13.9. You add them. That's staggering. We haven't seen anything like this since the 1970s. Here's the difference, though. The 1970s, we put the brake on it. We did so quite effectively with interest rate hikes because Congress stopped printing. But Congress refuses to stop printing. And that is how I know none of this is going to stop. Can't get stops. It's going to be increased on top of increase on top of increase on top of increase. As... Even the most simple essentials of life, your toothbrush, your toothpaste, the basics of food, chicken, vegetables, protein, soar out of reach of the average American. And they're going to hose you while they do it. Because Congress has decided, I mean, I'm going to tell you what they decided. Congress has decided that since there were no consequences for the Democrats in this last midterm election, yes, they lost the House, but they gained in the Senate, so it's a wash for them. Um, that the American people have not figured this out. They have not figured out the basic math I just explained to you. And or they're not taking their pound of flesh in revenge. In other words, Americans are cool with it. In other words, Americans are willing to basically accept somewhere between a 6 and a 10% inflation uh, rate a year. Or the idea that prices will go up now in a decade about as much as they normally would in about mm, 50 years. Americans are willing to accept their grinding poverty that gets worse and worse every year. That is what Washington believes. And I don't know if, if D.C.'s wrong about this. I don't know that they are. But just in case they are, Lindsey Graham has a solution, a new amnesty. 
Yeah, Democrats going to need more voters. More voters who are completely dependent on the government uh, to eat, to live, and who just don't care what inflation is because everything's free. Everything's free. It doesn't matter. That's why uh, Lindsey Graham is pushing a new amnesty. Exciting times. All right. Going to be a great podcast today. Be sure to check that out. Always text keyword battleground to the text line 71307. You can get battleground anytime, anyplace, anywhere. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.